When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? You know who's to blame in all this mess? It's Nuno. Nuno stirred the pot, tried to get them going against each other, and it worked. I blame Nuno wholeheartedly for that whole Whole back and forth. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app series, XM Channel 80. I am not Canty or Carlin, and neither is my co-host, Gabe. Uh, Shay Cornette, Gabe Neitzel, filling in for the dudes here this evening. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN is the phone number, 888-729-3776. Big weekend. Huge, uh, according to Pretty Woman. Uh, in college football. That is for certain. And so let's bring in Doug Kazarian. He's our sports betting insider. And Maybe he can help us make a little money with what's going on this evening. Doug, what's going on? Let's start with the Pac-12 championship game this evening. Utah getting two and a half points against USC. Obviously, USC in a little bit of a vulnerable situation in that CFP top four. How do you play this one? Good to be with you guys. Yeah, this is actually my favorite play of the weekend. I like USC here. A couple of reasons. One, we know the Utes won the regular season meeting. It was a shootout. Went down to the wire, two-point conversion for the Utes with about a minute to go. They win by one. Now, they were playing at home, but also 12 penalties for USC. Nothing really went right, but Caleb Williams still shredded that Utah defense. Five touchdowns, no picks, nearly 400 yards passing. Since then, the USC defense has improved and has much more swagger. Williams poised to win the Heisman Trophy. And also since then, Cam Rising got hurt, missed the game. He did not play well in the Oregon game underthrew a fourth down pass in the flat that was very easy, and they lost the game. He's actually been shaky in a lot of big games outside of that meeting with USC earlier. I like the Trojans to take care of business right here in Las Vegas. I'm not worried about that Utah kind of playing us against the world mentality. The Trojans are legit. I'll lay the two and a half. The other close game that has major college football playoff implications is TCU-Kansas State. Uh, TCU favored by two points. Where are you leaning on this matchup? Uh, what are your overall thoughts as well on number three, TCU? Yeah, this one's pretty tough for me. Least conviction of the marquee games. I am going to take Kansas State. And I've actually been on TCU a couple times during this run. They're 9-2-1 against the spread. They've had a lot of doubters and a lot of critics, but they've been one of the best teams against the spread, outperforming all those expectations. I just think the Wildcats are really good, just like TCU. K-State is top 25 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. And let's be honest, in the regular season meeting, they were up comfortably. And then not only the starting quarterback, but the backup quarterback also got hurt. And that allowed the Horned Frogs to come all the way back and win. I think K-State gets it this time. And I'm worried for TCU in the playoffs, but I still think uh, they get in. But either way, I like K-State plus the two. 
Ooh, okay, I like that. We're talking to ESPN betting insider Doug Gazarian right now here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Gab- Gabe Neitzel, Shea Cornett filling in for Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Okay, SEC and Big Ten Championship aren't as uh, sexy, if you will, because both these teams, meaning Georgia and Michigan, are favored by big, like two touchdowns in these games. Of the two, which, Doug, do you think is the most vulnerable this weekend? So I like – Purdue the most, but I actually like both underdogs. Similar philosophies. I think they're playing with house money against teams that are favored big and don't need to win. And also on top of that, Michigan playing without Blake Corum. I mean, let's face it. They have a stable of running backs. I get it, but he was their best. And they struggled against Illinois the week prior to the Ohio State game once he got hurt. So I like that. And then they won this game last year. I just don't know if they're going to have the necessary edge. On top of that, Jeff Brom, the Purdue coach, has been excellent in the underdog role, and there's a legit passing game to this Boilermaker squad that I think they can sneak this one inside the number. Obviously, blowout potential is there, but I think we see a much more competitive game than we did last year with Michigan and Iowa. I think we, uh, I think both dogs cover, but I like Purdue a little bit more. Nice. Let's transition it. over to the NFL, Doug. Dolphins, 49ers. This is an intriguing matchup. I'm sure it's going to be a fun matchup for a lot of people trying to figure out more about the Dolphins as they go up against a San Francisco defense that's been so good. And the Dolphins are getting four points. And a lot of the money coming in right now on Miami, where do you lean? Yeah, it's been a, uh, I wouldn't say an avalanche of professional money, but a solid, steady stream of money on Miami. And it opened at five, down to four. I like the Dolphins here. A couple reasons. Just statistically, historically, Teams that are doubted at this juncture of the season cover. Teams with a winning record, win percentage, excuse me, of at least 700 percentage this late in the season and are at least three-and-a-half-point underdogs are 15-4 and four ATF. So it just shows you that even when there's doubters this late in the season, the record is what it is, kind of like Bill Parcells. You are what your record says you are. I also think the matchup really favors Miami. McDaniel, the head coach of Miami, just was coaching Jimmy G in this Niners team. He knows Jimmy G's kryptonite. I think everyone knows his pressure and things like that, but he's going to be able to help the defense out schematically. And then also, I just think there's so many weapons on this Miami team that while the Niners D is really impressive and they pitched four shutouts in the second half each of the past four games, but I still think Miami keeps this within the number and has a chance to win. The, the San Francisco offense is a little shaky at times. Let's not forget they were trailing by six against the Chargers a couple weeks ago at halftime. They had their issues with even New Orleans at home last weekend. So I'll grab the four points with what I think is a very dangerous Miami team. Yep, okay, like it. Last thing here for you, Doug, floor is yours. Is there a play, a prop, anything you like in college or in the NFL this weekend? Yeah, I like an NFL game I want to touch on. It's the under in the Houston Texans-Cleveland Browns game. We know that Deshaun Watson is coming back. Now, the, the point spread is seven. I talked to an odds maker. I said, what would it be if Jacoby Brissett were playing? He said six. I go, why? You know, you'd think there'd be a bigger drop-off. He goes, not yet. Really rusty. He hasn't played in two years of real game, and he played in the preseason. He wasn't good at all. So right now, Watson sort of is not a giant improvement, and who knows how he's going to look. I like the under in this game. I think Cleveland's going to run the ball, lean on their defense. Same with Houston. Uh, 47 just feels too high. So that's, that's the one game I really like this weekend that we haven't touched on. Hey, I like it too. All right, Doug Kazarian, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Great stuff, as always. Really intriguing. We'll talk to you later. I hope hope all those bets hit. Yes? Yeah, right there with you. And it's always good to be with you guys. Enjoy your uh, really final football weekend in college. Of course, we have the bowl season, though.
Yeah, for sure. All right, Doug. See you later, buddy. So that's our ESPN betting insider, Doug Kazarian, joining us here on Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. I will tell you what, Gabe, when, dog, when Doug talks, I listen. The dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, know, you should. Even if even if I don't agree going into the question, he convinces me every time. Every time he convinces me, and I'm like, yeah, he's right. He's right on that. He's right. Well, like so, like I, the yeah. under. That's so obvious. And the Texans Browns take the under. Of course, we should take the under. Remember how awful Deshaun Watson looked in the preseason? He's right. I totally forgot about it. I'm glad he had that number for the Dolphins, though, because that's a team I want to believe in because they're fun. They have so much speed. I'm rooting for Tua. But that San Francisco defense has just been so beastly over the last four or five weeks that I I, I, I was thinking about San Francisco, but he talked me into Miami. I'm telling you, Gabe, or don't listen to him. If you want to stay stubborn with your bets and follow you, don't listen to him. But he does have a penchant for for swaying us, that is for sure. Canteen Carlin is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. So, again, Gabe, Neitzel, Shea Cornette filling in for Canteen Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Which teams in the NFL will make us believers if they do put out a great performance over the weekend? We'll discuss that next. It's Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? That music means it's time for a fun segment on Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM, Channel 80, Gabe Neitzel, Shea Cornette, filling in for Candy and Carlin here, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. And look, we got a good Week 13 slate in the NFL this upcoming weekend and some really good games that maybe will make us believers of some of these teams you were on the fence about if they can figure out a way to pull out the W. We'll find out. Let's turn it over to Devin, our producer, and see what he has to say about it. Go ahead. What you got? All right, first game up, Commanders. They are seven and five. They are taking on the Giants, NFC East foe, who are seven and four. If the Commanders play great, 
Will you be a believer in them, Trey? Uh, yeah, I'm already starting to be on the believe train with the commanders. That is for certain. Then they get to play the Giants in back-to-back weeks. There is a buy in between there, but I think that bodes well for this commanders team because they can basically study their tail off for this game, go on a buy, and then have the exact same opponent as they come back from a buy and not have to learn much in between. Um, so I like the commanders. And you know what? I'm going to believe in them even if it's a close game, and I'm going to take them next week to, or the next time they play the Giants as well. So I'm, like, all in on the commander's train, Gabe. Yeah, they're trending in the right direction. I'm in on them, too. They're, they're one loss in, in this nice little stretch of games that they're playing. They've won six out of the last seven. was a tight game against the Vikings, 20-17. to 17. So yeah. this is a team with the way Taylor Heineke's playing. They seemingly are getting healthy. Chase Young is going to be coming back to this team sooner rather than later. That defense is legit. I absolutely – I think – I don't think they even need to win. I, I already believe in this commander's team versus the Giants because that Giants team, despite 7-4, and four, it, it seems like maybe they're the Cinderella of the NFC and they're starting to turn into a pumpkin at this point the way that they've been playing in recent weeks. She doesn't turn into the pumpkin. The, the carriage. Well, you the, know what I mean. The carriage turns into the pumpkin. All right, uh, go ahead, Kate. Go ahead, <laughs> Devin. <laughs> All right, another New York team, the Jets, 7-4, and four, visiting Minnesota. Mike White is at the helm for the Jets. The Vikings are 9-2. and two. Gabe, if the Jets put on a good performance, beat the Vikings, will you be a believer? Yeah, I believe in them more than the other uh, the, the team we were just talking about, the, the, the Giants. I want to believe in the Jets. I absolutely do. I like some of the weapons that they have. I like their head coach in Robert Sala. It's what are they going to do with the quarterback position. The, I, I can't quite buy into Mike White yet. As fun as it was for Jets fans last week to see him slinging the ball all over the place, I, he does have to win again. And if you go on the road and you beat the Vikings on the road, yes, I will believe in you, New York Jets. Uh, nah, I'm not there yet because I don't believe in the Vikings either. So either way we slice this, I don't believe in either team. Um, I think the Jets are ahead of schedule. I think if Mike White continues to play well, they continue to be ahead of schedule. But losing Brees Hall is a, is a big deal. I think their defense is fantastic. I love the energy and everything Sauce Gardner has brought to the squad. But again, I think they're on the right track. But this year ain't it for me. It doesn't matter what they do this weekend. Sauce Gardner versus Justin Jefferson. How fun is that going to be? Amazing. I can't wait for it. But it doesn't make me a believer in either team. That's All right, fair. go <laughs> Go ahead, Deb. What do you think? All right, next game. Titans, 7-4. and four. They are taking on the Eagles, who are 10-1. and one. Shea, if yeah. the Titans win, believer? Uh, no, I'm not there yet. I actually do think the Titans are going to beat the Eagles in this, in this game, and it doesn't make me not like the Eagles as much. I just think that the Eagles have proven they can be vulnerable or the last couple of weeks are kind of due for it. Um, I think the Titans are too one-dimensional. Um, they, they are not good on third down. And to me, win or lose in this game, it doesn't make me a believer. Game. I don't know what the Titans would have to do to make me a believer. If they if they win this game, it doesn't make me a believer in them. It makes me a believer in Mike Vrabel. I think he's done an amazing job. I, I just feel that... This is a team that, yeah, maybe they'll sneak up and maybe they'll be able to beat the best team with the the team, I guess, maybe not the best team, but the team with the best record in the NFL. Sure, sneak up on them. Maybe you can beat them. The Eagles have shown, as you mentioned, Chase, some of those vulnerabilities. But there's just too many holes in that roster. Okay, so you beat the Eagles. They still aren't going to beat the Chiefs. They're still not going to beat the the Bills when it comes to the postseason in the AFC. So, no, I would not believe in the Titans, even if they beat the Eagles. And I would say this, too, like just to take your point a step further, Gabe, if we saw the Titans and the Eagles play again this season for some reason – I would take the I would take the Eagles in that game, regardless of what this outcome is. Like I think if they ever played multiple times, I would take the Eagles 
the next time. I just think this could be a weekend where they finally get it, but it doesn't make me a believer in them. Okay, go ahead. All right, Gabe, we got a really good matchup on paper here with the 49ers, 7-4, and four, taking on the Dolphins, who are 8-3. and three. Gabe, if the 49ers win, you a believer? Yeah, I... I love the weapons. I love seeing, you know, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuels getting healthy, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk. The weapons around Jimmy Garoppolo, they just, they're stuck with Jimmy G. So they're trying to surround him with as many weapons as possible to make that offense match what that defense has been. Because that defense is legit. I already believe in the 49ers. I think that they can be one of the better teams in the NFC. I expect them to kind of make a run like they did last year. And whether or not they end up in the Super Bowl, I'm not sure. But I, I would expect them to make it back to the NFC Championship game just based on the defense alone. But if they beat the Dolphins and they can shut down, you know, shutting down the New Orleans Saints when Andy Dalton is quarterback is one thing. Shutting down this Dolphins offense yeah. with the speed that they have, that would be completely another. So if the 49ers win, absolutely I'm a believer in the Niners. Yeah, I agree with Gabe on this one. The Niners have the sixth highest sack rate. They're the top scoring defense in the National Football League this year. And obviously they're going up against a ton of talent. I love the Mike McDaniel era of effect here and him being so familiar with Kyle Shanahan and everything that he does. But I already also believe in the Niners, and this would just further my point because I also believe in the Dolphins. And so I think if the Niners can find a way with all that talent they have and then continue to lean on that defense that's been playing so well, I think the X factor here is Jimmy Garoppolo. Can he continue to be efficient and a good game manager? Um, But, yeah, I, I would definitely believe in a Niners squad that has the lowest three and out rate in the entire National Football League. And that, that means that we'll have a good offensive show this weekend when the Dolphins take on the Niners. All right, let's get one more in here. The Bengals, 7-4. and four, They've they've rattled off three straight. Jamar Chase is back in the lineup for them. They are 7-4. and four. They're taking the Chiefs, who are 9-2. and two. Shea, the Bengals win. Are you a believer in the Bengals? Yeah, not only is Jamar Chase coming back, but it sounds like Joe Mixon might be back in the fold as well, which is huge for them to get two of their biggest playmakers back in the fold. If you remember last year, this was kind of the game that made us all believers in the Bengals. That I don't think any of us thought they were going to the Super Bowl, but at nope. least that they could beat some really good teams. This game was also in Cincinnati last year where they knocked off the Chiefs. And then remember in the postseason, can they do it twice? There's no way they could beat the Chiefs twice. And sure enough, they actually did. And so I think history might repeat, it, repeat itself a little bit here. Cincinnati's at home. They're playing good football now. They're protecting um, Joe Burrow much better. And again, getting those playmakers back is a huge, huge deal. They're fourth best in the league in terms of third down offense, which is a big deal when you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. I like the Bengals in this one, and I think this is when I, I'm i already a believer, but I think this is when we all jump back on the train just like last year. Yeah, I guess I'm, I'm, are people still doubting the Bengals? Like, I, I kind of figured that with those three wins in a row that you had mentioned, everybody had kind of jumped back on because we know how dangerous Joe Burrow can be, especially when he has his full complement of weapons available to him as they continue to get healthy. Uh, This is a team that I I don't think if they were in a situation, I think this last year, too. I think they were very fortunate that the Bills and Chiefs played one another before they had to play. Because if they had to go both through both, I don't think they can beat both. I feel the same way this year that their only route back to a Super Bowl is if somehow the Bills and Chiefs end up playing in, you know, the, the divisional round like they did a year ago. I believe I already believe in this Bengals team. So even if they lose to the Chiefs, I believe in this Bengals team because they have so many weapons on offense, and we've seen what they can do once they get healthy. Yeah, Skyline Chili for everyone. Good stuff, Devin. Thank you so much for that. You can tune in to a football doubleheader Sunday as the Giants host the Commanders. That's followed by Seahawks at Rams. 
little uh, NFC West showdown there. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. And then, of course, you can stick around for game day on ESPN radio as well, which is from 1 to 5 Eastern right here on ESPN radio. Now, if you uh, had the means, would you hire a professional piano player and use them as an alarm (laughs) clock for your kids? That is hilarious. I'm reading that for the first time, and I actually <laughs> talked about this already this morning. Uh, anyways, we're gonna, if you don't know what we're talking about, we'll fill you in next. You're listening to Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. Guys, if you're suffering from hair loss or worried about your hair, you've got to check out Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts. The sooner you take action, the more options you'll have for keeping and restoring your hair. Bosley has both surgical and non-surgical solutions to help you Keep the hair you have and grow thicker, fuller hair when you need it the most. Right now, Bosley is giving away a free information kit and a $250 gift card towards procedure. Just text CARLIN to 203-203. Again, text CARLIN, 203-203. You don't want to wait when it comes to hair loss. Just get the information and learn what you can be doing right now to keep or grow your hair People trust Bosley. They're the truly leaders in hair restoration. They have the most experience restoring hair and experience matters. So what are you waiting for? Again, get your free Bosley info kit and a $250 off gift card when you text Carlin to 203-203. Again, text Carlin to 203-203 and get your hair back with Bosley. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Shay Cornette and Gabe Neitzel filling in for the guys here on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And, yes, it is time to respect it or check it. We're going to turn over to our producer, Devin, to set us up for these. Let's go respect it or check it. Why are you laughing, Shay? <laughs> There's just been some things in my ears lately. It's making me laugh. You all know right, what? go on. Let's not have it. We teased it. Let's just get into it right away. I know it's not sports, but we're just going to do it, all right? Kim Kardashian hired a professional piano player as a human alarm clock for her kids. Shay, respect it or check it. 
I respect it. How could I possibly hate on this? How? If you've got the means to every day wake up to a love, I think his name's like Paul the Keys or something. I forget. It's something the Keys on Instagram. I saw this this morning. I thought to myself, wow, that's really living. She is like Jeff Lethem, who's this like amazing now I'm in the weeds. Amazing florist <laughs> set up all of her. She has like tw- 20 Christmas trees in her house and a pianist every morning, wake up her kids with an alarm. She's like, what a wonderful time of year to have Paul the keys or whatever his name is back in the fold to wake up my kids. I'm like, man, that is rich, rich. That is something as, the, as they're getting like Mickey mouse pancakes with gold chocolate M&Ms. Yeah, sure. I respect it. I, how am I supposed to hate on this? Gabe, you can't hate on this. No, no, I can't. Because who knows what ridiculous things I would do if I had that kind of money. Like, yeah, if, if you've got the money, why not? Go ahead. Go for it. I'm curious. So in the video, is it like a nice, like, little... What, what kind of what kind of music is the piano player playing? Is it the gentle music to slowly wake you up, or is no, it like bum 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 bum, like something no, I aggressive? Think I think it's holiday tunes because she only does this in the month of December. So oh. I think it's like you know holiday jams. Well, not jams, but piano yeah. jams. Holiday piano jams. I mean, a little Rudolph the Red Nose. Oh, there's the piano. But their house is so big. I think there's like speakers of it throughout their house. I can't. It's just, it's so ridiculous. Okay, we have to move on. Okay, go on, Dev. All right, next up, Jordan Love. (laughs) We'll see substantial playing time for the Packers the rest of the season. Gabe, are you going to respect it or check it? Uh, I'm going to respect that because I think that ultimately the Packers are going to lose another game here down the stretch. They're not going to win out. They're not going to win their final five games. And with the rib injuries that Aaron Rodgers is now dealing with on top of a broken thumb, I really kind of felt like that story getting out there about his broken thumb being worse was already setting the table for Aaron Rodgers to potentially go on IR for the Packers to then go to Jordan Love. Now, it might not happen here. They probably beat the Bears. Who knows what's going on with the Rams with their next game. They're going to lose one more game here. So I think Jordan Love probably plays the last game or two. And to me, that's substantial enough because they still want to apparently get some sort of look at him even though they've pretty much hitched their future to, at least their short-term future, to Aaron Rodgers and whatever his decision is in terms of if he's going to play or if he's going to retire. And it seems like the Packers have already made their decision to move on from Jordan Love, but I think he does get some playing time. Okay, I'm going to check this. I don't. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers' ego, pride, whatever you want to call it. And I don't, I'm not hating on him for it because I actually agree with him. It's too big. I, I don't. I, not this year. Sorry. We'll see in the preseason, Jordan Love. I mean, maybe you'll get a few snaps here or there unless uh, Aaron Rodgers is banged up. That's what I think. Go ahead, Def. Next up, Odell Beckham Jr. He just left his visit with the New York Giants. He's on his, uh, he's on his tour to see who he's going to play with. Shay, Odell Beckham yeah. Jr. will end up with the Cowboys. Respect it or check it? Yeah, respect it. I do think. I, I mean, I, have they made this a secret? Every person <laughs> on that Cowboys roster has tweeted, called, posted, talked about this. Like, oh, my gosh. If he doesn't go to the Cowboys, it is the biggest slap in the face for that entire organization. Also, it's no surprise that he wants to go to a contender. I think the Cowboys are much more a contender than the Giants are this season. So I respect this because just of because of the fact that this is just such an obvious thirst trap like it would be ridiculous for him to go to any other team like nobody in that Cowboys organization has the future of being a college football coach because like then they have zero recruiting so they, they have all been going so hard after Odell Beckham Jr. like every last year when he was released everyone you know all the teams that were interested the Rams Packers like yeah it'd be kind of nice to have him and the Cowboys are just going please Odell come here we really need you we really want you they're they're almost getting down on their knees and begging for him 
So it makes the most sense to me that he goes to the Cowboys because I, I think he can set himself up for whatever that next contract is with Dallas because they need another weapon to become a serious contender to me in the NFC. And like, and let's be honest, OBJ, you're not going to get the best of him until next year anyways. So it would mm-hmm. make sense for him to go to Dallas and continue to stay there. Okay, go ahead, Dev. Next up, the U.S. men's national team will beat the Netherlands on Saturday. I feel like this is a trap question, but Gabe, respect it or check it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to check it. I, I don't think they're going to end up playing. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win tomorrow. It, it just it, it seems like they – it was so stressful watching that at the end, knowing that the, that the tie would end up – kicking you out of the elimination round uh, earlier this week. It seems like they've been kind of skating by on the skin of their teeth, and and I think going up against a superior Netherlands team tomorrow morning, this is where the U.S. men's national soccer team, their run in the World Cup comes to a close. Yeah, too close to call. I'm going to go with check it as well. I'll agree with everything Gabe just said, so I think the end is near for the U.S. team. All right, let's get a couple more in here. The current top four in the college football playoff will not be the same top four come Saturday night. Shay, respect it or check it. Ooh, okay, I'm going to respect it. However, I think they're rearranged. I don't think it's going to be the top four the way it comes in today. I think we might see a little rearranging because of some chaos or the way games go down this weekend. So I, I'm going to respect it with a slight check. <laughs> a little diss. So, so you, you just know? think it's it's still the same four, just in a different order? I do. Yes. I think Georgia stays at one, but there might be some movement between two, three, and four. Yes. So I think I think when we had Doug on, he convinced me into Kansas State. Like I think yeah. that's where the chaos maybe comes from is that right. game right away at noon Eastern tomorrow. I, if Kansas State wins, TCU to me is out, so I am going to check it. I think that one of those two teams, either USC or TCU, ends up losing, and Ohio State is the team that sneaks. And maybe even Alabama, if they have some sort of conversation over the next two days, that they've decided that 22-point loss at home for Ohio State was worse than they initially thought. But it seems like Ohio State's that team waiting in the wings. I think they get in. All right, last up. Both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley will be on the Giants next season. Gabe, respect it or check it? Uh, check it. I-, I think that they have seen enough out of Daniel Jones, obviously not take picking up his fifth-year option, and he hasn't done anything this year to make me think, oh, they'll, they'll look into sh- trying to sign him to some smaller long-term deal, continue to try to develop him. I, they they definitely, to me, want Saquon Barkley back. The franchise tag wouldn't be a bad option in that route if they can't agree to some sort of long-term extension. But no, they are not both going to be back. There's no chance both of them are back next year. Yeah, I don't think so either. I agree. I'm going to check this. Uh, I think it's Saquon over Daniel Jones. I think they've already made up their mind on Daniel Jones. And although he has proven this year that he is better than I think many of us thought, I still don't think he's the guy. Um, so yeah, I'm going to check this. So I think one or the other... Nah, I think it's probably going to be Daniel Jones is no longer a New York Giant. Anything else, Dev? Are you good? I think we're good. We can move I think on. we're good. I think we're good. All right. Uh, more Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio coming up. Respected or check it is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. We're going to continue to look ahead to week 13 in the NFL and answer the top questions from the top games, and we'll do it next right here on ESPN Radio. Did you miss Canty and Carlin?
Week 13 in the NFL, uh, two sleeps away from a full Sunday slate. Obviously, we got things starting started last night as the Bills took care of the Patriots. Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Gabe Neitzel, Shea Cornette filling in for the guys here, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. So some really good games on the docket for Sunday in all time slots, really, Gabe. And so we're going to ask some top questions from some of these top games because you know there's a lot of them. Let's start with Dolphins here taking on the Niners. Dolphins are 8-3, and three, going to San Fran and take on a 7-4 and four Niners squad. That one kicks off at 4.05 Eastern. So it's like the, the afternoon window. Um, which quarterback do you trust more, Gabe? Is it Tua Tungavailoa or is it Jimmy Garoppolo? I trust Tua more at this point, and that's because even though he has those weapons around him and he has all that speed with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill and Hill's had such a fantastic season, Tua finds a way to get those guys the ball. In the San Francisco 49ers offense, despite all the weapons they have, and, and I know Debo Samuel's been beat up at times this year, they still just quite haven't hit their stride. Where we've seen this Dolphins team, when they get out and running, they can score points with the best of them. If they need to get in a shootout, they absolutely can hang. And, and that's why at this point, I would say I trust Tua more than Jimmy Garoppolo. And is it, is it crazy to think that Tua with you know, five, six weeks left in, in the season could be a dark horse for the MVP because he's played that well. And I feel like he still isn't getting the attention he deserves. Yeah. Look, we've seen improvement from Tua every single year he's been in this league and he took a lot of lumps, I think the last two years and he deserves the success. And I think obviously it's shown when he starts and finishes games for the Dolphins, they win. I mean, it's as simple as that. He has yet to throw in a red zone interception this year. Um, his yards per blitz attempt are up by almost 50% from a season ago. He's really good. And I really like this Dolphins team and I believe in them. I think they can beat anybody in the National Football League. On the other hand, I, I, I love the Niners, and I am not one to sit here and dog Jimmy Garoppolo, but the fact of the matter is I think Tua is just a better quarterback. And I, I hate that Garoppolo is constantly in this conversation of, is he going to be traded? He's not doing enough. The Niners are winning in spite of him. Like, he can he can never do enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can never be the guy where you're just like, hey, nice job. Like, we can never just compliment <laughs> the dude. It's, it's always his problem. Um, and I feel bad about that. But that's just the reality of the situation. And so I do trust Tua more. But I don't know that that necessarily means I trust the Dolphins more. I just trust Tua more in this situation this weekend. Which team do you like better to compete in their respective conferences in the playoffs? Okay, so which, te- which team do you like better to represent the respective conferences in the playoffs? I like like the Niners or you like the Dolphins? I like the Niners as a team more than I like the Dolphins just because I I feel the the two best teams in the NFL to me are the Chiefs, are the Bills, and Miami has to go through both of them. Whereas San Francisco, the Eagles have shown some vulnerabilities in, in the last couple of weeks. The Minnesota Vikings don't seem to be a team that want us to believe in them because they just can't. You know, pull off these big wins, these convincing victories over teams. So to me, San Francisco, they're as good as Minnesota. They can hang with Philadelphia. I think they've got a really good chance at working their way through the NFC and potentially making it back to another Super Bowl, despite them not wanting to do it with Jimmy Garoppolo and him coming in and saving the day for them. So you can't help yourself. You see what I'm saying? You just can't help yourself. I agree. That's with not you. me. That's the that's the 49ers it's, saying that it, no, they didn't want him. every. But that's no, we can't just leave it in like nope. week three. We have to keep nope. bringing <laughs> it up. Always have to. 
Um, I agree with you. I, I think it's the Niners, too. I think they've been there before. They've proven that. I think the Dolphins are ahead of schedule, and the AFC is just tougher. I mean, it's simple as that. All right, let's go to Chiefs taking on the Bengals here. Chiefs 9-2. and two. They're going to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals at 7-4. and four. Obviously, Cincinnati has looked better the last couple of weeks for certain. Again, this is another game that's in that afternoon window. It's a 425 Eastern kick. Jamar Chase going to return in this one. How do you think that affects the Bengals? I think it affects them quite a bit because if they need to get in a shootout against the Chiefs, which this very well could turn into it, yeah. they need to have their full complement of weapons. And there are a few wide receivers and quarterbacks that have the chemistry that Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow do. They have just been so fun to watch over the past two seasons when, when Jamar Chase has been healthy. I, to me, that just screams, yes, Jamar Chase, that's the only way that the, the Bengals can win is if they're fully healthy. And when they are, they can hang. And they can hang with the Chiefs. So I, I think that Jamar Chase coming back is huge for them. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and I think having Joe Mixon back, which it sounds like they will, also is a really big deal for the Cincinnati Bengals team because they get their plethora of weapons. It just makes Joe Burrow a little bit more comfortable. Jamar Chase was the leading receiver the last time these two teams played in Cincinnati a year ago. Um, 266 yards and 11 receptions. I think that's a pretty good day. He also had three touchdowns uh so if history does repeat itself in 2021 (laughs) it could be a long day for the Cincinnati Chiefs and their defense so I think it makes a huge monstrous difference to have him back in the fold for the Bengals um Burrow and Chase seven touchdowns on passes 20 yards downfield since 2021 that leads all quarterback and receiver duos I thought maybe this year Devontae Adams and uh, Derek Carr might be in the mix for that, and clearly that has not happened. Let's move on to the Commanders. They're taking on the Giants. Ooh, Early just window. A stray at the Raiders. Wow. I know. Sorry. You're right. That was mean to me, but I, <laughs> I mean, stand by it. Uh, Commanders. I taking... wrong. I said it was just random. <laughs> Commanders taking on the Giants in the early window here, 1 o'clock Eastern. Uh, obviously, two, two NFC East teams. So, a divisional game here, Gabe. Is it time that the. Di- uh, is it time dwindling? What? Oh. I got it. It's time running out for Daniel Jones. What do you think? <laughs> uh, I think I think time has already expired for Daniel Jones. When they decided not to pick up his, uh, you know, his his fifth year option, you know, a couple of seasons ago, he just he hasn't shown that I think that he can be the guy that is going to lead this team. And I understand their weapons outside of Saquon Barkley just haven't been explosive enough. They just haven't been deep enough. But I, it just feels like the Giants, even with Brian Dable at the helm this year. Haven't gotten enough out of Daniel Jones. I think they ultimately move on from him unless he puts together something that we have not seen over a sustained period of time over the final month and a half of the regular season. Look, the worst thing for Daniel Jones is the fact that this upcoming draft is loaded with talent and loaded with quarterbacks. And so for his sake, uh, it's unfortunate because the Giants have now dropped two in a row against teams that they should have been either competitive with or beaten. And they've got a rough road down, down the stretch here with the commanders twice and the Eagles right in front of them. And so I think for Daniel Jones, his time, yes, certainly is running out, but that doesn't mean he can't improve his own personal stock and what he can mean to another franchise out there. I just think perhaps his time has run out with the New York football giants. Obviously we'll learn more this weekend as they take on the commanders in the early window.
Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.